Good morning, guys. How are we today? I hope you are off to a good start. I hope uh, you enjoyed yesterday, and I hope you are ready to engage again today. Let's get ready. This morning's Bible study is going to be uh, Galatians 6, Ephesians 1, and Psalm 19. Uh, we get, We again pursue the Almighty God. We pursue the knowledge He has written down for us, and we pursue engagement with Him through the Bible study, through worship, and through prayer. All right, go ahead and hit pause here and get after it. This morning's workout is going to be jump lunges, leg lifts, and jumping jacks. And for cardio, we'll be doing sprints. We are doing sets of these. We are trying to improve, again, whether that's bound by time and you're trying to get more sets in uh, in that same time frame or if it's uh, sheer quantity that you're going for. Uh, just striving to maintain these bodies, striving to be ready uh, when God calls us to help. This week's challenge, and you're running out of time, is to focus on making a change in regards to how you live. I want you to find a specific area of your life and conform it more to what God's word says. All right, we continue our discussion this week about Bible study this morning, and I want to encourage you to carry your Bible. Mine fits in my back pocket. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to carry it everywhere, but that is literally why I bought this specific one, is because I do want to carry it more and more. Listen, I know there are some great apps on your phone. Uh, I have them. I know that you, you can download those same apps to uh, your uh, iPad, or you can access it from your tablet or your laptop. There are great apps out there, and we're thankful that they are creating those apps. Uh, we really appreciate the work that they're doing in those. Um, technology is great. It can be a great asset to the work that you're doing, both in uh, your work life, but also in your personal life. And so I'm not here to discourage you from using those. But I want to paint a few pictures for you and help you understand how you are being an example. Our society today sees technology, iPads, tablets, cell phones, laptops, everywhere. You see them everywhere. When you are in service at church and you look around and you see the iPads in service, the laptops, do you see that person really doing that research on those apps? Or do you look at them and it appears that they're checking their email or their social media feeds? When we are at church, I would love to see more physical Bibles open. I would love to see notes being taken in a notebook. I want you to consider leading that way today. And so we're going to take this from a few different angles, and I just want you to give thought to it, give consideration to it on how you are being an example in Bible study.
let's take a, a look at it from this angle. Your kids at home see you on your phone. They see what you are looking at. My oldest son has started coming up around my side to look at my phone before he talks to me. Not because I won't listen to him if he speaks, but that if he speaks, he knows I will stop looking at whatever I'm looking at. Now, I'm not perfect at this, but I know that he is interested in whatever I'm looking at. He's sorely disappointed when it's the news, which is honestly uh, probably looked at more than I need to look at it. But he's hopeful that it's a funny whatever could be a video meme something that's what his hope is and he's disappointed when it's the news or work email or personal email now the device the technology is helpful in keeping track of all these things but you can see the effect that it's having on my son how i'm leading in this and so i'm looking at making this same change that's why i'm bringing it to you as well He's less interested in making that connection with me and more interested in seeing what I'm looking at. So if I were to be using my phone for my Bible and my notes in church, it would look like I'm really into my phone during service. But he knows that I do not use my phone just for Bible reading and note taking. So he wonders what I'm looking at. And if I'm sitting next to him, maybe he's leaning over trying to check on me. But later on in life, he gets his phone. And what I've done is I have trained him up that the phone at church is acceptable. I have given the enemy a way to distract my son from good teaching. This is a problem. This is the work that I have done. Now, if, I've, if, I, if I had continued down that path, I would hope that we've talked about how to use a phone, when to use it, when to access things, and I've trained him up well with technology. But because that device is in his hands, he has that potential to be distracted, that potential to be pulled away, pulled into an email, pulled into a text from a friend just like I have that temptation. I want to switch the angles up here a little bit. If we are using our phones, tablets, and lap laptops in service, what does it look like to the non-believer who is attending? Whether they're just a family member there to witness a baptism, or if they're uh, somebody new who just walked in off the street, they walk in, they sit down, service starts, and they look around. And it looks pretty much like any coffee shop around. A bunch of people scrolling through their phones, their laptops, and their tablets. They don't see anything out of the ordinary. These people will put down their devices when called upon when they stand up to sing or when they pray. But beyond that, it looks like every other coffee shop. Although, now that I think about it, I've seen at coffee shops, people put their phones down, their tablets down, and their laptops down when called upon as well, when their drink is ordered or, or ready. 
I want you to see this. I want you to see the example that you're being. Now, I want to change the angle again. What changes when my son sees me taking notes in church? What if he sees me following the pastor from chapter and verse to the next chapter and verse? Now, what example am I setting? How am I training him up? Because I'm going to have those same conversations about phone and apps and what to be and how to be using those phones, how they can be a, a tool for good or for our own destruction. I will have those same conversations, but in church, he sees me using my Bible. He sees me using a notebook. This looks different to him. This is training him up, especially when I start expecting him to bring his own Bible and his own notebook. What does this look like to the non-believer? When they walk in, service starts, and everybody's using their Bible and their notebooks. What does this tell them about the Word of God? It looks like that Bible may have more value beyond what they originally thought or expected. It looks like there might be something to look into here. There might be some value here. I want you to understand that when you are out meeting with another guy and you guys both have your Bibles out, in that same coffee shop, you are now an outlier. You now look different than everybody else. You now look like something else is going on. And that curiosity, God can use. The Holy Spirit can be at work through you guys, by the example that you're being, to open the doors for conversations with non-believers because you guys are both showing up with your Bibles, because you're both digging into your Bibles. And yes, it looks different when you do that with a physical Bible versus a tablet, a laptop, or a phone. If you're doing it on a phone and you're handing your phone off so you guys can read the verses, all that looks like is you're sharing a video or you're sharing a meme. We need to look different. And carrying our Bibles with us, using our Bibles, is one of those ways where we can set a different example, when we can lead differently. And so I want to encourage you this morning to start carrying your Bible to start using it in public. All right, guys, that's all I've got for you today. Let's get out there and make the most of it. Have a great day.